as we are now plunged into another academic year, it is somehow appropriate that the readings for this Sunday are all about testing. How many of you have had tests already? That is so unfair. So unfair. It's not something that most of us like to dwell on since testing is always a source of stress and anxiety, but it is also inevitable. And yes, this will be on the test. Our first reading from the prophet Isaiah finds the prophet about to be put to the test. Like all the prophets, his words have been challenging, and he sets a scene in which he will face his accusers, those who would dispute the words that God has given him to speak. But Isaiah knows that God will not abandon him. He's already been beaten and spat upon, but that's not the test. The test comes when he will directly confront those who want to refute God's word, a word that calls his nation back to justice and to faithfulness. The gospel for this week is also about testing. The first test is the one that Jesus asks the disciples. Who do people say that I am, and who do you say that I am? Now, I can't tell you the number of homilies I've heard that launch into the old, well, who do you say that Jesus is, and let's look at all the different ways that Jesus is for everyone. But that's not the point. This is a question that has one correct answer in this gospel. Jesus is the Christ, the Savior. The crowds got it wrong, and Peter got it right for once. Jesus is the Christ, and the direct consequence of that is that he will suffer and die and rise again. Of course, Peter objects to this, and then Jesus calls him Satan. Now, this isn't Satan, the prince of darkness and source of all evil. It's much more the Satan with the lowercase s from the book of Job, the one who tests Job's faithfulness in the face of suffering. Just as Peter is testing Jesus in the face of his approaching suffering. Jesus here isn't condemning Peter as evil. He's saying, I'm the one giving the tests around here, not you. And then he reminds Peter and the other disciples that their test is coming too. Knowing that he's the Christ is just the first step. Their real test comes later when they deny themselves and take up crosses of their own. This is the same test of discipleship that is in the letter of St. James that we read from this weekend. Faith is great. Your faith is marvelous. But the test of that faith is whether it makes a difference in the real world. I'm delighted to know that you have a personal relationship with Jesus and that you know that he's the Christ. But so what? Does that relationship move you to do the right thing? To serve the poor? To feed the hungry? To fight against injustice? James is telling his audience that if their faith doesn't make a substantial difference in the world, then it's not real. We are not saved by our works. 
We don't earn God's grace. But accepting that grace and having that faith has consequences. Our faith is tested every day, not usually in theological arguments and not often in struggles with doubt. We are all tested every day by the choices that we make and by how we choose to live. Testing is hard. It is stressful and anxiety-producing. But don't panic. Go back to that Isaiah reading where we started. We don't face these tests alone. God stands with us to be our vindication. Because Jesus is the Christ and has died and risen for us, we have all the grace we need. All we have to do is cooperate with that grace. It is within our power to do the right thing to spread God's love, and to show the world what it means to be his disciples. So be thankful when your faith is tested, because every such test is a chance to love God, to love your neighbor, and to do that by doing right and by doing good.